Welcome back to an extra spooky episode of Life's a Garden. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me yet again on another episode of Life's a Garden. Before we get into it, I want to one more time remind everybody that tonight, tonight, my band Cutthroat will be opening for Hemlock at the America Event Center. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, it's not too late. You can buy them at the door and come in costume. It's Halloween night, baby. We're going to have a monster mash of a time. So come on out. Let's have some fun. Let's rock out. And, I mean, what, are you gonna, what else are you going to do on Halloween night? Except have some fun with some metal bands. So, yeah. We'll see you there. Let's get into it. It is our annual Halloween edition of Life's a Garden. <laughs> Welcome to Death's a Garden. This week, we're going to bring you all the guts and glamour. We're going to make all your screams come true. We're going bloodbath and beyond on this episode. Because this week, it's Life's a Graveyard, baby. Only here on Life's a Graveyard. Happy Halloween once again. Um, here we are. It is our second annual Halloween special. Um, obviously, okay, so today I'm dressed as this. I don't know what this is. Uh, basically, what? so this is not my actual Halloween costume this year. Um, this is kind of a variation of what I'll be wearing on stage for our show. I'm not exactly sure exact of what I'm going to be wearing. I know I'm wearing this one, you know, it's a, it's a jumper. It's like a Michael Myers jumper. And then I add the makeup. I thought the X might have been a little bit much for today, but I went with it anyway. I basically look like an emo Michael Myers. And no, don't be alarmed. Like there, I didn't use any white makeup. This is just my my pasty Irish skin. So, just the black makeup today. And honestly, I can't stop looking at it. Like my eyes, I, they look fucking so weird. <laughs> if, if you couldn't tell, I don't normally fuck around with makeup. As you might be able to notice, it's a very off. Like they're not the same. And hell, I probably just did a horrible job anyway. Took me way, way longer to do this than it probably should have. But here we are. So yeah, I'm just going to do the the eye black makeup. I got the one piece um, jumper. And then I'm going to have like a fake neck slit since we're cutthroat. But I thought that'd be kind of cool. And then that's basically going to be my costume. So, here we are with this today. I figured this one looked a little bit camera exciting than my other costume, which my other costume is going to be Conor McGregor. And I don't know if I'm going to have like a full clip yet of me dressed like that. So, if I do, here it is. Fighting out of Dublin, Ireland, presenting champion and the former UFC lightweight champion, the one, the only, the notorious Conor McGregor! Um, but yeah, so Conor McGregor is my one this year. So here, here's basically my Halloween plans. For, for this year. It's going to be a nice, fun, busy day. So, speaking of Conor McGregor, it works out so perfectly well that on Halloween... Well, sorry, not on Halloween, but on the 30th, 
there's a UFC fight, and it's early in the day. It starts at noon because it's in Abu Dhabi. So I will be watching that. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But I'll be watching the UFC fights, and then I'm going to get all dressed up like Connor, go to um party that Mac and Savannah they don't really put it's their friend's house um I go there every year though they put on a great great party so I'll be going to that I go to that like every year then I will be going to hooligans because how could I dress like Conor McGregor and not go to hooligans you know what I'm saying um and then I don't know really after that probably either I might go to my brother's house he said he's having a party so I might be doing that as well it's going to be a busy night of just bouncing around. Um, and then the 31st, I will be obviously doing the show. So that's pretty much my whole plan for Halloween. And I'll be dressing closer looking to this rather than Connor. And it's I thought about just doing the Connor on stage, but I don't know that anybody would get it. Also, this is way more metal looking. I seriously look like I should just be in a death metal band. Like, if you're tuning into this podcast for the first day, you would assume I'm like a Satanist. I promise I'm not. But if you looked at me, you'd think I only spoke like... You'd think that's my band. That's the way my band is... And uh, I don't know if I'm going to go with the X. It, it was a little, it was an artistic choice for today. But who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stick with it. Um, yeah, the whole band's dressing up, and it's going to be a riot to see everybody dressed up, playing our songs, doing the whole thing. Uh, okay, going back to the UFC fights, I do want to, I, I want to talk about this card real quick. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because this is the Halloween episode. Uh, Jan Blakovich versus Glover Teixeira, light heavyweight fight. I got Blakovich in that one. Uh, Corey Sandhagen stepping in for the interim title against Pyotr Jan. That's an interesting one. I will be rooting for uh, Sandhagen, but I think Pyotr Jan's going to win that fight. And then who else do we got? We got like Hamzat Shemaev coming back. We've got Islam Makachev versus uh, Dan Hooker. Exciting fight. I think Makachev takes that fight, but I'm rooting for Hooker. I really should be putting money on these because both those guys are heavy underdogs, and if they win, I could make some cash. I should totally just watch the fights dressed like Connor. And Con- See, and that's it. Okay, so I thought about, too, dressing like Connor for this, but there was zero chance... I wasn't going to just like do the accent the whole time. And that would have got annoying quick. And I'm not extremely good at it. Well, I, I'm okay at it. But it, it, it would have eventually got worse and worse as it went on. It would have been so hard to just not be that character. Plus, this is way more Halloween, if you ask me. And I'm sure you would agree. So here we are. Um, Sober October. That ended rather quickly for me so last year i stuck true to it got through the whole month felt great this month i got about two weeks in and then the wheels came off not gonna lie um pretty much once pal came into town we went out we had some drinks it was my brother's 21st birthday the other day shout out to landon happy 21st birthday finally made it he can finally come out to the bars with us. He can finally go to 21 and up concerts, things like that. Very exciting. One of those mile marker birthdays. But of course, I had to go out with my brother and have some drinks. So, you know, wheels came off. Now, if there's a consolation prize, I can I can tell you this. I have not gotten drunk this October. I have yet to, like, go so hard that I... Had a hangover the next day, or I was, you know, that was a big problem I was having. Is I felt like I was going so hard all the time that I just was getting so tired of the hangovers. And so I think it's a win. 
Because what I really need to work on isn't my drinking, or it's not like how often I drink, it's how much I drink in, in one sitting. I need to be able to like go out, enjoy the night, and like just lightly consume here and there, and have a good time, and like not not end up feeling sick the next day. So that's what I need to work on is just the amount. And I that's I'm definitely gonna have to really watch myself on Halloween because, you know, I'm gonna be bouncing around party to party. Don't want to be drinking and driving, and then also. I don't want to be hungover for the show the next day. So that'll help put me in check. Um, so yeah. So unfortunately, Sober October kind of took a, a tank. I tried so hard to not do the fast food thing. And realistically, I've, I've done well. I've done well with the diet. I've been working out still every day. I mean, I gotta get in shape for being Connor. I gotta, like, look at least kinda good. But, god damn it. Let me tell you something, okay? Let me just tell you something. Taco Bell is seriously, I'm not even fucking joking with you. It's like crack to me. It's like a withdrawal addiction to something. And I'm not even joking because when I'm out. With some, with like, so now that I'm remembering, there was another night I went out with one of my friends who they just, you know, my buddy Brad, who I've had on the show. We, he invited me. Well, no, it's his birthday. So yeah, it was his birthday too. Happy birthday to him. So I went out for his birthday, had a couple beers with him. And I tell you what, when the night gets late, when it's, when that midnight hour is creeping upon me and I got a few drinks in me. The second I start my drive home, all I want is some Taco Bell in my fucking mouth. And I swear to God, I'm driving and I'm having this internal battle as to whether or not I should or shouldn't go get Taco Bell. You could just stick a fucking IV of nacho cheese in my veins and it's basically the same thing. I'm like an addict to Taco Bell. So, it it calls my name, and every once in a while I relapse, and I get myself a beefy five layer, and I come home, and, I, I, and I'm sitting in bed just... <laughs> Next day, feel worse than I would have if I would have drank. Because then I'm just like, ugh. It's not good to eat late at night like that anyway, but... Ugh, it has this hold on me. Damn you, Taco Bell. It's like a curse. But anyway, so... uh, One thing I did stay true to also is even though it is Halloween season, I have not purchased any candy. If you watched last year's episode, I had a big old bucket of candy and I was doing candy review throughout the episode. Big mistake that was because that candy lasted me for fucking months, I'm just sitting here have candy that I can just snack on for the next few months. Didn't buy candy this year. So, we're all good for that. I don't got to deal with a bowl full of candy for the next three, four months that I'm just snacking on. So, we're good there. Um, Let's see. What else? Damn that Taco Bell. Uh, this year... So last year I was um, more into the slasher movies because every year I like to kind of, of course, we we all want to get into the mood of the season, start watching some Halloween movies, whatever that might, you know. Last year I watched basically the classic slashers, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween, those those types of movies. And I love, you know, there's so many of those that I really, really like. Um, so I, I started kind of just doing that again this year. You know, I was like, I watched the Rob Zombie Halloween. And I started watching, um, which one was it? Fuck, I don't even remember. Started watching one of them. Oh, I, I was actually watching the uh, It movie. 
I know it's not a slasher, but I was watching the It movie, and I was just like, God, I've seen these so many times, and I just watched these last year. Like, it seems like yesterday, honestly. So I was like, let me watch something different. Let me go, let me try and watch some things I haven't seen before. What am I kind of feeling? What am I in the mood for? So, this year, I decided to watch, like, the classic movie monster character. Like, the the original Dracula, the original Wolfman, Frankenstein, the mummy, things like that. And I haven't gotten, you know, to a lot of them yet. I'm still planning on it. It's just been hard. We've been busy. I watched one of the Draculas with um, Christopher Lee as Dracula. It was like a, ni- a seven, 1976, 73, something like that. Pretty awful, to be honest. I mean, I was expecting something different. But that's not the ones I wanted. You know, that's not the ones I wanted to watch. I want to see the 1930s Dracula. The first one. I want to see the original Frankenstein's monster. Or the Jekyll and Hyde. Things like that. And I'm going to do it. Um, I know Peacock has all the ones I want. And I don't have a Peacock subscription. But I'm going to do their free trial. Watch all those. And then, it's not that expensive, really. I think it's like five bucks a month, so I might just buy it. I hate having all these streaming services, though. I have the ones I like. So, I'll try the free the free trial, see what's on there, see if it's worth keeping. But, yeah. The classic movie monsters is what I'm rolling with this year. I think that's kind of fun. It's something a little bit different. I've never watched them. I've never seen any of them. So I'm actually kind of stoked on all that. Speaking, though, of slashers, okay? The new Michael Myers movie came out. Or the new Halloween movie. Halloween Kills came out. Which is also on Peacock. I didn't see it, okay? I, 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 I hadn't seen it yet. I didn't even see the one before it. I know it follows, like, the original storyline, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not super clear on it. To, to be fair, I think Michael Myers is probably my favorite of the slashers. I've always been a big Leatherface fan, just because that one actually scared me so much. And there, But there's something about Michael Myers, and I, it was the Rob Zombie movie that really made me fall in love with that character. Because you really get his whole backstory, you kind of understand like the, psych, the psychoticness of it. He's just like the, he's just like this mindless killer. Like nobody's safe. Well, apparently in this new Halloween Kills, it stirred up a bit of controversy. Now, nothing's safe. We know that. We know that from living, from just being in this life and being alive in the year 2021. Literally, apparently, not a goddamn thing is safe. So, once again, I did not see the movie. So these are only things I have heard. Apparently, there's a scene in the movie where Michael Myers kills a bunch of firefighters. I don't know. Maybe that, I don't know if that, I assume that happens because there is, like, most of the trailer scenes I've seen involve, like, fire. And his, fa- his mask is all melted and whatnot. So, the there's this, it's a, like a big problem, I guess, that he kills all these firefighters for whatever reason. And as far as I understand, that movie was supposed to have the highest kill count of any, like, slasher movie or any horror movie. I don't know. So he kills all these firemen, and, there's, and they're, they're saying that's a problem. But... It's never been a problem in the past. I'm assuming it's because these like firefighters are heroes or what the fuck ever. First of all, let's just state the obvious. It's a fucking movie. It's fake. This didn't really happen to these firefighters. 
They're not even firefighters. They're actors. So, no reason to be upset by that. Moving on. How many movies have we seen cops getting killed? How many movies have we seen nurses getting killed? How many movies have we seen soldiers getting killed? And yet, never before was that an issue until the year 2021 when Michael Myers slayed a bunch of firefighters. Oh my. Now the doors come off. All these other people who we would consider heroes, who I certainly would consider heroes. I'm sure I've seen Michael Myers in other movies killing cops and nurses. Yet the firefighters apparently are the ones that stir up all the controversy, huh? Odd. Why? Just because it's something to be upset about. Can't even enjoy a, a horror movie these days without people getting offended. Now, it gets worse. Once again, haven't seen the movie, don't even know if this is in it, or if somebody was just making up some bullshit. But either way, I'm going to talk about it. So, apparently, in this movie also, Mike, Michael Myers kills a gay couple. I think it was two gay guys... Like a gay couple, I don't know. Kills them. Well. Basically, the the art, or like the little headline that I read. Once again, I don't know, this could have been an Onion article for all I know. I didn't open the, the, the article. I don't read this bullshit. It said, Michael, like, due to a scene in the Halloween Kills movie where Michael Myers murders... A gay couple proves that he's homophobic or something along those lines. Well, here's what I'll say to that. Michael Myers is quite inclusive. He doesn't give a fuck what your gender is. He doesn't give a fuck what your sexual orientation is. He doesn't give a fuck if you're a kid, an adult, he's not homophobic. He's human-phobic. He doesn't like any humans. He'll kill us all. He'll kill everyone. He'll kill anyone. Doesn't care if you're an old, old woman or a four-year-old child. He will kill you because that's who he is. In fact, we could go as far as to say that Michael Myers is the most inclusive person that there is he'll bring everybody to the party anybody nobody's excluded he'll kill every single one of you black white mexican asian you're all dead he don't care because all he sees is one color red that's the only color he cares about your blood on his knife and you on the floor. That's all he wants. He he's not homophobic. He's not tr nothing phobic. The only thing he's phobic of is your life. He he hates he fears your life so much he wants to end it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Michael Myers, everybody. Horror movies, we can't we can't even watch those without being upset. And that was kind of the point of watching horror movies, if I'm not mistaken, was to be upset. To be afraid and have like this feeling of fear and anxiety and you know? Wasn't that kind of the point of horror movies? Was to be kind of upset about it? I don't know. We're just moving further and further away from reality at this point. Um. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a, a good point that I actually was was thinking too. Is uh, as far as like just feeling afraid, that's true though. Like that's kind of what 
why else would we watch horror movies or thriller movies or anything like that? It's because we all kind of sometimes like that feeling of being afraid. It's like an adrenaline rush. And so that's why we seek these things out. We purposefully put ourselves in a scenario where we know we're going to be overcome with fear. It's because we like that rush, that rush of the fear. And so that's why we do it. And um, I was going to tell actually, so I was going to tell you about the things that I am truly afraid of. Okay. And I've talked about a few of these on the podcast before. First off, let me tell you the things I'm not afraid of, okay? I am not afraid of clowns. Never have been scared of that. I'm not afraid of um, ghosts. Like, see, now there's a difference here because... So I'm not really... I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not afraid of, like... paranormal activity stuff, you know, like hauntings necessarily. That doesn't f- strike too much fear into me. But there is a flip side to that because there's a there's a fine line there where I do have a fear of like demonic entity. And I think you can separate the two. I think there's a difference between like ghosts and like the paranormal like if i was out in the woods let's say and i saw a ghostly figure like stroll on by it might startle me but it wouldn't scare me to like the point of running because it's like okay it's a ghost what's it gonna do possession on the other hand that's where i get a little i don't know if i believe in it i don't know if i believe in demonic possession or you know, poltergeist type of thing where it's like things get possessed, people get possessed, things like the exorcist. I don't know. I can't, I can't sit here and say that I a hundred percent believe in that, but the idea of it scares me and that I do fear. So I draw the line between the two, but things like, like in movies, ghosts and thing, you know, whatnot, that doesn't scare me. Um, I'm not scared, uh, like, I'm trying to think of things, I'm not really scared of the dark so much. I used to be. Um, I'm not really too scared of heights. I don't love it. It's not, like, my favorite feeling, but it's not, like, a huge fear of mine. Um, trying to think of some other things that are, like, common fears. I, I used to be afraid of, like, public speaking and things like that but being in a band and doing a podcast things like that really shakes that out of you quick but okay now on to the things that I actually am afraid of so I am afraid of I'm very claustrophobic don't like tight spaces kind of a thing Um, I'm afraid of like water like drowning I'm afraid of like big open water area Um, I would, I am afraid of nature, very afraid of nature. Nature is a fucking real thing. And you know what? I'm not afraid to admit that shit. Fuck nature. Animals that could like, that'd be the worst death possible. Dying by the, by a bear or a cougar. Fuck that. Water. That's nature. Fuck nature. Storms. Very afraid of, like, hail and high winds and tornadoes and hurricanes and shit like that. Very afraid. That's real life shit. And that's where it's at. I'm afraid of real life shit. Movies and things like that, like, they'll they'll spook me a little bit. And I'll have a little residual, like, you know, I hear something. Kind of makes me in the moment scared. But real shit. That's what scares me. Um, Yeah, okay, so... Bugs? We already know I hate bugs. 
if we're sticking with the nature thing, hate bugs. One of my biggest fears. As far as just like the natural world. Um, but yeah, nature in general, I hate it. I'd much rather be indoors. But, and apparently lately, death. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Apparently, lately, I'm, I've been afraid of dying. Because, I mean, everybody's kind of like, I'm not afraid to die. And I think certain people aren't. I think there are certainly are people who, who aren't that afraid. There's the people who have lived their full, full life, and death just doesn't scare them. They've, like, they've prepared for it. They've experienced everything they feel they can experience. It's the suddenness of death that I'm afraid of. The suddenness and just the unknowing. There's another thing that I'm afraid of. The unknown. And I think that's what I, I'm mostly afraid of with death. Is the unknown. Like, we don't know what lies beyond this life. We don't know if there is anything that lies beyond this life. That scares me. Not knowing. Space. I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns about space. I'm not afraid of aliens, but I'm afraid of not knowing what's out there. Same with the ocean. It's the same kind of concept as space. The unknown. Being out, being down where you don't... If you were down in the water with a scuba mask and you don't know what's coming up behind you, fuck that! And going back to the nature thing, these people who, like live among animals or like are just obsessed with big wild animals hey guess what nine times out of ten those people either get injured or die by those animals even the great steve Irwin, who we all know was like the top dog of animal experts died and then you got guys like the uh siegfried and roy any of these guys that just like chill with big cats fuck that you see what happens if somebody brought a big cat around me and was like hey he's cool he's cool don't worry about it yeah yeah maybe maybe nine nine times out of ten people that pet that giant tiger are fine but the but the one out of ten times that motherfucker takes your arm off or he End your life in the swipe of a paw. Not taking the risk. That's not how I'm going out. You crazy? But I realized the number one thing that scares me. And that is people. Not just specifically people. But the human mind. The human mind is a very scary thing to me. Because. We've seen. Some of the crazy places that it can take people. Now here's why it scares me. I mean we. It'd be easy for me to say like I'm afraid of. Crazy people or I'm afraid of like violent people. Or sociopaths. Things like that. No, like, yes and no. Like, of course, I'm not excited by those type of people. But it's the fact that a lot of those people weren't always like that. Or that sometimes there's a switch that can go off in your head. Whether it's due to injury or if it's due to just, like, you know, disease. There's certain diseases that can alter your mind. You know, things like that. Or drugs that can just, like, make your mind fry out. It's crazy to think that, like, people who are... There's stories of people who grew up absolutely normal. Or, hey, who knows? Sometimes you just start going mad. There's people who are absolutely normal. And then one day, they were just... They were a fucking murderer. Or a rapist. Or a, or a whatever. You know, whatever heinous thing you can think of. They became that. And that can happen to anybody. That's what scares me. The fragility of our minds. That literally me, 
You know me. You've heard me talk on here many a times. There is the very real possibility that me being the totally normal guy I am, five years from now, I get in a car accident, my head gets hit, and then something in my brain triggers, and all of a sudden, I'm a psycho killer. Psycho killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's that easy. And all of a sudden, I'm not the same me. Or, or maybe I take a drug and, it, and I go on this trip and then I come back and I'm not the same person, you know? Like I'm a different type of person. My personality changed. Or how about that? People who, who become bipolar or have multiple personality syndrome. That's all up here. The fragility of the mind. That scares me. Now, if I'm trying to get that rush... You know, that that adrenaline rush from the fear. Here are the things that I dive into. For one, if you really want to uh, feel fear, listen to real 911 calls. Because that's real shit. You hear the fear in a real person's voice. There were, God damn it, dude. And it'll haunt me for a long, forever, really. There's this one out there of this girl who's calling the police, or she's calling the 911 dispatch, saying there's a man trying to break into her home and um, the, the operator tells her to go upstairs, lock herself in her room, and she's sending the cops, blah, blah, blah. And then she's being very quiet and she says something along the lines of like, he's in the house. He's in the house. And then she's, the operator's like, well, is your, like, make sure your door is locked and, and try and hide as best as you can. And like, I don't remember exactly the full details. All I know is you hear him break down the door to her room and she's just like sobbing, crying and the fear is all there. And she's like, who are you? Who are you? What are you, like, why are you doing this? Why are you here? And you just hear him, like, heavy breathing in the background. And then the phone cuts. And then there's a little description there that says that he, like, raped her. And he didn't kill her, but he, like, brutally raped her for the, like, until the cops showed up. That scares me. That's real shit. There's a 911 call from a guy that was in 9-11 or the one with the woman uh, with the monkey and the monkey is like killing her friend. Just the absolute truth in the fear in the voices of some of these people. That's what scares me. And to know that that's real and that that really happened to a real person. All of these things. That's where I get that, uh, that fear adrenaline is if I look that shit up. 9-11, like, that was another, like, every year on 9-11, I swear to God, I, I go into this, like, deep dive of 9-11, and it's, like, it's because it's insane for me to think what it would be like to be on that plane. If I was just a passenger on one of those planes, like, what's, what's going through my mind and all that? It's, like, that's fear to me. That's fear. And then, um... What was the other thing, too? There was another thing that... Oh, like... Okay, so I've talked about this in the past, about women who are just, like, obsessed with serial killers and, like, just love, you know, like, Ted Bundy and and the Night Stalker and stuff like this. How, like, they just know everything about them and they want to watch all the documentaries and whatnot. And don't get me wrong. I dive into it, too. I'm not obsessed with it and I don't retain all this knowledge about it. It is... There is an intrigue to the mind of a killer or like a serial killer, one of these like high profile. There is intrigue into like what makes a guy like that tick. And like you you do kind of find curiosity in like the methods and like the way they went about it and how they got away with it for so long. And if there was any single one of those things, of those, like, high-profile 
murders or things of that nature that I have ever like gotten obsessed with. There is really only one, and that is Columbine. For whatever reason, and I think it I think it just stems back to me being obsessed with it in high school. And it don't don't think that I was obsessed in like the weird way. It was just one of those things that it's like what would that have been like to be in that school while that was happening? Like I put myself in these scenarios and like that's what the fear is. It's like and I think that's healthy to like think about that because then you're prepared for a situation like that. It's like I mean there's really nothing I could do if I was on a plane that was getting hijacked, but it's like what would I do? In the same scenario, it's like what would I do if I was in that library? when those guys were walking around just killing people. And there is there is a, a little bit of an obsession or or a curiosity to like those kids. Those were kids, dude. They were high school kids and they and they both two guys, not one, two. Fucking lost their minds. They they the and and you know that's the way it was. You can't just say like they were, you know, they were attention seeking kids or they were just angry or they were bullied or whatever. And maybe that's all true. But at some point both of those kids lost their humanity. They lo- they were sociopaths. They lost their empathy. From what I don't know. You might blame you know, there was all this blame on music and video games and movies and fuck all that. Like, there's something more to people who become sociopaths. And it's like, it's crazy to think that these two kids, both of them, were friends. They both became sociopaths together. And it's like, there is curiosity there. There's how and why. And it's like when you hear stories like they're in there killing like these kids. They're just shooting them point blank like with no expression on their face. One kid says – he, he um, Dylan, I think, one, was the kid. He goes uh, – he sees another kid in the classroom. He says, hey, what's up? As he's walking around just shooting these kids. And the kid goes, hey, Dylan, what's going on? And he goes, oh, nothing. Just killing people. And then continues. That is a psycho. So to think that those kids were just unleashing some rage or try or just trying to be cra- like do something wild to be to be famous or something. No. Those kids had some deep dark issues and in that I find curiosity. Because of their age, because of the time that it happened. And also, you could sit here and say, like, what about all these other school shootings? Like, why aren't they as interesting? It's because, it's really because Columbine was the first of its kind. I don't know that it was the first school shooting, but it was the first at that magnitude. And it really, it was impactful for... For the world, for for it changed all of that, and it unlocked the door to people just being that, to doing shit like that. And that, yeah, that whole that whole story is very chilling. So uh, as as far as it goes with um, obsession with serial killers and things like that, that's mine. It's not like I watch that shit all the time. It's just like one that every now and again I'll I'll find curiosity into it. No, there's there's like live nine one one calls from that too, from from the teacher in the in the library. Chilling shit, man. Chilling. Excuse me. Uh, let's move on from that. Oh oh oh, dude, I gotta show you this shit. Speaking of things that like scared me lately. I'm going to look this up, but you got to see this. The Two-Faced Man, okay? I haven't even really looked into it more, so we're going to find out right now. 
but apparently there was this guy. I'm, let me just look it up, and then we'll read it together. Okay, so this was the image that I saw of the two-faced man, okay? And I'm just going to read from the Wikipedia page the first line, and that's it was, like, captured... It was, like, side-by-side with, with these images of this guy. This was kind of chilling. I don't know if it's true or not, and it sounds like it's kind of not based on what I was reading, but here's the Wikipedia. It says... Edward Mordrake um, is an apocalypse, or I don't know what that word is, but Edward Mordrake is a subject of a urban legend who was born in the 19th century as the heir to the English peerage, or peerage, with a face at the back of his head. Now, here's where it gets weird. Here's where it gets fucked up. According to legend, the face could whisper, could whisper, laugh, or cry. Mordrake repeatedly begged doctors to remove it, claiming it whispered bad things to him at night before committing suicide at the age of 23. Yikes, bro. You want to talk about a fucking curse? Holy shit. Haunting. So, yeah, that was, like, the, the latest thing I saw that was, like, what? Whoo! Um, I guess I was gonna talk about some, like, oh, dude, I don't remember if I talked about this in, on the, la- on the, uh, first Halloween special. Growing up in the 90s, cartoons didn't give a fuck. You know, they would just show you whatever to get a reaction out of you. You couldn't get away with half the stuff today. Um, like, if, if you've never seen the movie The Black Cauldron, that's horrifying. That's a Disney movie. So many, like, crazy images in that. Then you have, like, um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog? Dude, what? How many crazy things could you see in Curse the Cowardly Dog? Return the Slab. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Terrifying. Um, you know what? I'm just going to show you some of these. We'll look them up. Okay. So I couldn't find the clip of Curse the Cowardly Dog. There's this one scene where this... Uh, zombie comes out of the ground. And it's like... It literally is like... And it's like it's the fucking freakiest thing ever. Go look it up. It's the one with the where the zombie directors. But I did find this. This might be the most insanely scary thing in a completely like innocent child's movie. This is from the Brave Little Toaster, okay? Watch this shit. This is a dream sequence, by the way. What the fuck? Like, what? That's in a child's movie. There's more, though. The laughing, dude. What? What? That's insane. That's in a child's movie. So we're clear. So, yeah. Eh? Oh, my God. Um. I do want to watch some more clips. I want to watch, like, people getting scared clips. But first, I want to talk about um 
fuck. God, I'm all over the place in this episode. I didn't. I thought I was prepared. Apparently, I'm not. But um, like horror movie 101. Okay, so like if you're if you're a character in a horror movie, right? Here, here's here's the basic steps. Okay, to being in a horror movie. First, you got to be very stupid, right? Because if you hear something bumping outside or if you hear something creaking around outside the first thing you do is clearly go investigate unarmed by the way don't take a gun don't take anything to arm yourself just go check it out especially if it's something kind of creepy or like you you really want to check if it's something extremely like creepy if it's downstairs in a basement and it's dark or like you know the lights are out. You can't see anything. Don't take a flashlight or anything. Or if you do, take a very dimly lit flashlight. Um, also, if you're being chased in a, in a horror movie, the v- number one thing you need to do is, is fall down a lot. Make sure that you are uncoordinated. Try and go... Uh, oh, if you're in a house and you're running, make sure you run upstairs. Because that's clearly the smartest move. Don't go outside where there's plenty of space. Make yourself as vulnerable as possible. Go upstairs. And uh, then there's really only so many places to go. Um, If you... Let's see... If you're trying to run away in a car, make sure your battery's really low so that it doesn't start when you go to get in. Um, and really, like, the number one thing, if you're in a horror movie and you want to get killed, be black. Because that's, like, the stereotype, right? Oh, man. Horror movie 101. Oh, God. Okay, let's watch a couple videos of people getting scared cuz I love this stuff. Like I'm like I'm 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 not talking about like really scared, you know. Okay. So, we're going to watch some scare videos in honor of Halloween. Um just friendly like prankster fun scary stuff. So, without further ado, Oh my god! Okay, first of all, that looked like- that was a real saw! That he came after them with. First of all, this is like a ho- okay, this is definitely like a hotel room, yeah? Or is it like a, a apartment? Also, that literally could have been anybody. That could have been any real person. They they just like nodded off like they they didn't run out the door. They were just like ah like who this is our friend like oh this is clearly not some psycho killer. He could have just sawed her fucking head off. <laughs> there was a girl too. And I've got a spare key to her car. What I'm gonna do is take my car to the grocery store, I'm gonna hop in the trunk of her car, and when she comes out of the store and hangs back to her car, I'm gonna pop out of the trunk and scare the crap out of her. Well, also not at all a realistic uh, monkey suit. I think it would have been funnier to, like that's a great prank by the way, to get in her trunk like that. Maybe just use a little bit better costume. But oh well, it's all hairy and stuff, who knows. That literally could have been anything. You could have just been a human doing that, and it would have scared the shit out of her. Psycho! Oh, the drone just hit me in the head. Oh my god, what are you doing? It's okay, my fiancé was just hiding in the trunk of my car. <laughs> yeah, my fiancé's just hiding in my car, sorry. Hello. People are fucking asking if she's okay. That's hilarious. Oh, this is a good one. She's hiding in the couch. Wait, 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 real quick though. So they just ruined that couch. There's a big hole in it, so if you sat on it, you'd fall right through. What? A- anyway. Ah! 
See, and this looks like the same couple. I don't know if this is all just the same people. I think it is. But it's still funny. So there he will stay, and when my mom walks in the door, he's gonna come running out from under this chair in the kitchen. <laughs> women's screw like old like older women like moms or like f women's in their like middle-aged women i guess i should say when they see <laughs> like mice and shit that is the funniest thing because their scream is so <laughs> this woman <laughs> Oh, and she's like German or something. Oh, look, there's a skeleton. That's hilarious. Okay, also, another thing. Skeletons are not scary. Like, I don't know. I don't understand this, like, thing of skeletons being scary because they're not scary to me. They're dead. Like, I, if I, don't get me wrong, if I came across, like, a bunch of skeletons in the woods, yeah, I'd probably freak out a little bit. But, th like, the skeleton itself isn't scary. It's, like, what made these skeletons. That's what's scary. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> like, also, the idea of, like, an animated skeleton being scary, like, if a skeleton was, like, walking toward you, not scary. I think these are all the same people. Oh, that is a what? And these guys. Wow, that was a good one. He popped his hand out of the sink. That's a good one. I'm just gonna go in and pretend to rob her. So we actually might get stabbed. We just found out. Yeah, she's cooking dinner. She's stabbed. chopping up tomatoes and <laughs> with a knife. Yeah. Perfect time to rob her. Oh my god. Did you just grab the knife? It wasn't Mike! Did you just grab the knife? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't she, idiot? That was the idea, dummy. You were robbing her. We don't gotta keep those are all pretty good. I, and that's the same people, so hey, shout out to them. They did a great job. Uh that's plenty for that. Awesome. Well, I know if you're listening to that, you know, you didn't really get much out of it, but if you watch the video episode, then you probably enjoyed more. So that'll wrap up the Halloween special, the 2021 Life Cigar and Halloween special. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for watching. Very much appreciate it. Um, to everybody who's going out and celebrating Halloween, have fun. Be safe. Watch out for crazies because we know there's plenty of crazies out there. Um, ladies, dress in your best sexy outfits. Your your stripper Halloween costumes, you know we we love it. That's that's definitely one of the best parts of Halloween. I mean, be a sexy male woman, be a sexy firefighter, you know, honor the fallen in Halloween Kills. Hell, be a sexy Michael Myers. Just wear the head and nothing else. Right? Isn't that kind of like the the thing? Just the the less clothes, the better. It's it's all hookers' eve. We do our best hooking when we're out here.
on Halloween night. Right, ladies? I'm going to be a, apparently I'm going to be a sexy musician this year. <laughs> um <laughs> All happy hookerween, ladies. And if you hook well enough, you might get a ween. But for real, thank you all for watching. Do appreciate it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Be safe. Um, from all of us here at Life's a Graveyard, don't forget, Life's a Garden and Life's a Graveyard. Dig it.